the Bondcast. Bondcast. The Bondcast. I love it. I don't know. It, it, every single time I hear that, it fires me up. God damn it. Welcome. Bondcast number seven brought to you by Scramble Golf and Scramble House of Golf. God damn it. I love you, sexy beasts. Look at you. Just take a good look. God damn it, you're hot. Uh, so it's a funny thing. Uh, I'll tell you, I got, I, got, I got some great stories today. I vowed I would never go on terrestrial radio again. Why, you ask? Well, I loved it. And now that was 20 plus years ago. And I was freshish out of college. <laughs> I wanted to be on, on radio, radio or TV. And radio was the, the easier one. And uh, but it was something that that I definitely was more, I'm probably not more interested in. I was interested in both, but just with everything that was going on in my life, then I got married at 23, uh, not too long out of college, had a kid the a year later, so I didn't jump right into broadcasting out of college. But it wasn't too long after though, and and so I got on to radio on B101 and Barry, and I've told the story, uh, I think, and, and I was I did two years. I was the week I had my own weekend show, and I was the swing guy. And by swing, it's you basically fill in for any shift that somebody is either sick uh, for or can't or is on holiday. Got me? So anyways, I was proud as punch. You know, that's where you start uh, when you're fresh out of college and in a small, smaller market. Barry wasn't that small. But I guess 20 years ago, considering it was probably – Excuse me. Well, one of the more middle road, excuse me, uh, markets, if you will, wasn't small, wasn't large by any means. I mean, you know, it was kind of middle-ish. We'll go with that. I've been out of the game 20 years, and I mean, so much has happened in that time. Um, you know, people are listening to things like this, the podcast, the Bondcast, and uh, and then just their phone. You can put anything on. You can watch movies on your phone. You can watch YouTube videos and the music is never ending. So you just get in your car instead of putting on the radio, you've got your, 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 uh, your phone playing your favorite tunes at, at the touch of a button or even a voice command. Siri, play my fucking favorite song, you know, and boom, there it is. Nobody like I only know probably, oh God, handful, maybe, maybe two handfuls of people. That listen to the radio on a regular basis. The people are few and far between. You got satellite radio, which I'm a huge fan of. I do not, and I let me repeat this: I do not listen to the radio unless I'm in somebody else's car or in somebody else's place of dwelling, where I am not in charge of the tunage. Um, I do not and will not listen to the radio. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> But you want to go be a a DJ on air again? Kind of, I guess. Um, Part of me's scared. And it's not because of the the factor of me being an on-air DJ. Uh, I'm scared because I have a foul fucking mouth. (laughs) I really do. And I'm worried that after doing 73 live shows and, and doing it, most of them drunk, you know, stoned, you name it. You know, it's it's a different beast, but but I'm so used to swearing. I worked in in, in a construction industry for 15 plus years. I painted homes for forever, and I mean every trade on the job site swears like a trucker. 
They they really do. It's just a no-brainer. And listen, it's hilarious because my parents never swore. I've never, to this day, true fucking story, I've never, ever heard my parents say the F word. I haven't. Crazy, eh? They're old school English people and it seems weird to me because both of my parents, parents, they, their dads were in the war. They were soldiers. The, the swearing must have been rampant in war and being a soldier and stuff. You know, I could only imagine the amount of swearing that went on. And just watching old school British stuff in general. And they all had tattoos and piercings and this and that. Well, somewhere along the line, my fucking parents didn't pick up on that part of being English. They're like the more proper type, if you will. And I'm a, it's not like they're all posh, but they certainly like to... Now, I'm trying to make fun of them and stuff, but I, I, I'm not even going to say they pretend to be posh because they don't. My parents don't pretend for shit. They are as fucking real and as raw and as simple as you get. And that's where I get it from. Neither one of them drink. My mom's never had a sip of alcohol since I was born. She used to be a bit of a piss tank before that. Uh, I've come to learn from her friends over the years uh, and stuff. Even even her mom back in the day when she was alive, God bless her, old Nan, uh, rest in peace. But she'd tell me stories, oh, your, your mom wasn't so perfect, even though she likes to come off and tells you that she is so quickly okay. Yes, Nan, I believe you wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I did, because I heard it from her friends, too. Old Sarge could be a bit of a piss tank. And that's okay. I mean, fuck, before she, like, she was in her teens and early 20s. And God forbid, I mean, we all were. And I certainly was. Um, anyways, she never. I've never watched my mom. I've had her, like, I've watched her put alcohol to her lips. But I've never seen, you know, my mom has never had a full gulp of alcohol in front of my face. And just period. It's not like she's hiding it from me. Christ, she's 73 years old and and she's not going to start drinking now. And I can't believe she isn't a raging alcoholic. Because she had three asshole fucking hooligan nightmare sons. (laughs) Now listen, it started with the best And they should have stopped right there. They fucking made perfection. Now, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I was a rather perfect baby. So mom says, oh, Gregory, I remember back in those days, you were actually a wonderful little baby. Oh, and you didn't even cry hardly at all. And you slept all night. And yes, you was rather jolly. (sighs) Yep. And she went done fucked it all up. Not once, twice, (laughs) twice. I kid you not. Oh man, my fucking two brothers are goddamn nightmares. And they were right from the day of being born. My middle brother was born just a bit different than you and I. Um, not in a crazy way, like uh, 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 you know, special needs or (laughs) he is back in special needs. Depends who you ask, but he was born like if I can just he cried a lot. He had a fucking colic, of course, uh, and then he was at, like as he got older, uh, like early toddler and shit, and into fucking ADHD out the ass, and you know, and it only got worse and worse. He was a bloody nightmare, bloody nightmare. And he was just so different than the regular fucking average kid. 
I mean, back then, you know, in the 70s, early 80s, they didn't have a fucking clue what the hell was wrong with them. I remember him going to doctors and drinks, and my parents wanted to throw him in the fucking river with cement shoes on and say, adios, bud. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. He was, in, he was a piece of work. I, I was fully into sports. My dad was fully into sports. He taught me to golf at a very young age, and then I played hockey. From the second I could skate, I was skating. And that other lunatic, all he was doing was smashing fucking cars together and, and smashing his head into a wall. Me have fun. Me have fun. Boom, 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 boom. Real fun. Yeah, he was just a different, different kid. Anyways, turning the years later, we understood, came to understand what was wrong with him. It was a nightmare. <laughs> he had ADHD. He had this. He had this. They put him on Ritalin, but he fucking hated that. So he would never take it. I took it. I remember him being an early, I was in high school and he was in middle school. And he hated being on that Ritalin shit. And he wouldn't take it. He'd just give it to me. I'd take it. It was probably some of the best marks I ever got. Uh, now, I didn't take it long because uh, I don't think it was too long before old Sarge caught on to what was going on. Um, and then I just never thought to go on it or, or do it because I didn't think I had uh, ADHD. Now, fast forward to 47, uh, 47 years later, but I'm 47 now. And um, I've been on the medicine for four days, five, four or five days. And I feel already uh, way more focused. I'm not going to say 100 percent and I'm not cured. But God damn it, I can sit here and, and focus way longer already. Um, now that's with microdosing with the shrooms. I know that's helping. I know not drinking's helping. And now you throw in this medicine to try and help just maximize my fucking attention so that I can read more, make more money. And instead of sitting here, you know, fiddle fucking around and wasting my time and effort uh, because I can't, I don't know any different or can't do any different because my brain's fucked. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Fuck, I am so far off topic. It's unbelievable. Not off topic, but I don't have notes for all this right now. Um, and I am so far off the down the rabbit hole, but I'm gonna continue. So then Sarge has fucking uh, another one because they wanted a girl. Bless her heart, though. You know, my mom had the two kids, two boys. She all she wanted her whole life was a girl. So she waited. I'm seven years older than him. So and then the other idiot, he's five years older. So she waited seven years, and and um and then she and and she thought she was having a girl. She never found out, but she just you know she had all those right. She had those womanly feelings. Um and oh Gregory, oh I can't feel it. I'm saying it's gonna be a girl here. Put your hand on it, and you can feel her tummy or feet. You know, can't feel her tummy. You stupid idiot. Um. But her feet, you know, and stuff. You could feel the fucking thing kick. So anyways, kick like a girl too. So I, I was convinced it was a girl at seven years old. And I'm like, oh, okay, right on. I didn't really want a sister. In fact, I know I 100% did not want a sister because girls back then uh, were yucky and gross. And I wanted nothing to do with them. Um, and girls didn't play sports back then. Uh, at least not the ones I knew and stuff and hung out with. Um, <sighs> folks. Turmeric, apple cinnamon tea. It is so fucking good. I talk about it on my live show sometimes. I'm drinking it while I do it now that I'm not drinking. Uh, it's delicious. Check it out. It's in your grocery store. Uh, comes in one of them fancy little tins. It's not even fancy. Just one of them round things. It says it's good for you. It's got all these antioxidants, shit, and it's turmeric, apple cinnamon. Fucking delicious. Check it out. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, and then Stupid was born. He comes out. He's got a penis. Uh, so my poor, my poor mom 
Uh, she was, of course, she jubilated. She had a, a baby, but a healthy baby. Someone to this day still deny that term, healthy. A fucking nightmare. <laughs> but a different nightmare than my middle brother was. But he's just fucking, he worshipped the ground I walked on until the day, well, even longer than I left. I mean, you have to understand, when he was 12, I was 18, 19. I peaced out at 18. So um, I, I didn't get I just live with him for all that long in the grand scheme of things. But he really did worship the ground I walked on. And apparently I found out like 15 years later that me leaving when I was 18 devastate, devastated him. He told me years later and he was all coked up and fucking wasted out of his tree that um, he, bl- he blamed me for half of his fucking problems because I abandoned him. Those were his words. I abandoned him. Anyways, whole fucking other story. I don't even know how I got this deep down the rabbit hole. But it is amazing that my poor mom didn't become a raging, raging alcoholic after having us three. I, I kid you not. We were bad. Fuck, we locked her in the basement one time and then took off. <laughs> oh, my God. She hated us. She hated us. She had a hard time getting babysitters because who's going to babysit three hellions? <laughs> she did find them, though, the suckers. It's amazing what people do for money, isn't it? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Let's get back on track here, Bonzi. Shut up. I, I still, I'll have to listen back and laugh at it after, but I have no idea why, what I was talking about. Okay? Uh, but I do know this. Oh, yeah, I know why now. Because I applied to a radio station, okay? I applied to a radio station today. I've applied to many, not many, but four. I think four over the past two months. Now, I reached for the stars real quickly, and I, even though I was on radio back in the day, uh, it's been 20 years. And But I still, I saw these jobs come up, and I applied for them. And they were like drive home after, you know, and morning show in, in big markets, <laughs> anyway, they didn't give me the time of day. Actually, they did give me the time of day. They were just like, uh, politely fuck off, please. Um, you don't have the experience that we're looking for, and there's many more qualified peeps ahead of you, um, even though you are uh, have been in, in the business. I, okay, that's fine. I, I totally understood, and I didn't expect to get it, but got to dribble and shoot to score. And like Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Okay? So... <laughs> now that I've uh, crashed and burned in the big markets kind of deal or the bigger markets, I've succumbed to <sighs> lowered the bar real low and applied to Peterborough. <laughs> nah, I, I'm joking. Okay. I love Peterborough. I, I fished there. My parents had a, a trailer not too far out of Peterborough, I guess, in Buckhorn, Buckhorn Lake. Anyway, I got, I got friends that live there. I've seen a ton of concerts there. And I love the Peterborough area. I didn't work there, but uh, um, one of the jobs I had took me there for work from time to time as a traveling salesman in Ontario. Anyways, it was a great rock station there. And lest anybody, I, I'm kidding. Uh, um, I'm just making fun because Peterborough is a great town, and especially in the summer. Ontario, anywhere you are in Ontario in the summer, usually is, is pretty awesome, especially in Ontario, uh, Peterborough, though, because it's, uh, you know, the Coorthos area, great fishing, cottage area. You know, just surrounded by water um, and good times, good vibes. So listen, they're hiring a weekend uh, swing announcer. 
swing announcer being, uh, like I said earlier, if you're sick or uh, uh, somebody goes on holiday, you'll fill in those shifts. Um, so I've humbled myself down to applying for that job. And listen, <laughs> I joked with my son today. I'm like, fuck, if I don't get the weekend swing job in, in Peterborough, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe I'm just too overqualified for Peterborough, but not quite qualified to host my own drive home show yet or morning show, which is fair enough because I've been out for so long. But after doing 73 live shows on YouTube and Facebook and now this podcast, which are on number seven, I really am like I feel, especially with the live show, because I've done so many now and it started as a fucking just a gong show hooliganism drunk rant in my parents basement with puppets and now it's a full production with studio lighting uh running off my macbook instead of a phone i got pro- uh, pro- professional equipment you know the whole nine yards and i've really come a long way in the 73 shows i've interviewed some amazing people and I've, i'm having an amazing time doing it and you guys have been amazing with the support so, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing what that has turned into. It's turned into doing this bond cast and getting paid for it. And it's, uh, you know, it's really lit a fire in my heart kind of to, I guess, get back on air, even though I'm not sure I really want to, but I guess at the end of the day, I'm applying now. And, and if I got hired, I would, I would take the, 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 the job in, in two seconds, um, simply for the experience. And, you know, you go put in some time there. And now, listen, I'm going to have to fast track things is uh, I'm 15 to 20 years behind. And uh, if I'm going to get back into radio and, and, and I do get a job, it'll change things for sure. You know, because I do want to travel. I do want to piss off and go away. But, you know, at the same time, there's something in me that wants to get back on terrestrial radio. And, and or any form of I'd rather be on TV, to be honest, and do something like my live show, uh, but in a more dialed in, I don't want to say laid back fashion. That's not the right term, but but obviously sober like I've been doing it, but a more structured, professional, even more professional fashion, if you will, on 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 cable TV, on a network. Right. Like some something along the lines of Strombo, Strombolopoulos, what he used to do. Well, you know, it's time for a new fresh face. I feel with my broadcasting skills and my interview skills that I have been polishing up for the past eight months now with Bonzi Live, I feel like I would love a shot at something like that. Now, it's something I'm working on. I'm taking clips of all my interviews. I'm putting them together. Um, you know, I'm making a really nice package. It takes time. I want to make sure it's perfect. Um, and at the same time, I've got a million, I'm not that type of person that just does one thing. Sad. I know that works for some people. It doesn't work for me. I need to focus on at least two or three or four tasks rather than one. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Some people would agree either way. That's why there's chocolate vanilla, right? So suck it. But it's the way I do things. And I've got, I like having many pokers in the fire each their own. That's the way I roll. So um, I'm fully down for whatever is thrown my way. I will apply for shit that I, I'm not saying I normally wouldn't, but I am down to apply for radio station jobs again, and, and we'll see what happens. So anyways, I, I believe this this station is looking for somebody that's got uh, two years experience or less. That's me. I, I have three, but 
two on air and B101 and then now like almost a year here doing this. So I say three because we're almost there, right? Anyways, I'm stoked to see what the future brings. That's the the sky's wide open. I think that's a line from my boy Tom Petty, who uh, rest in peace, my brother. Anyways, uh, sky is the limit. It really is. And I'm excited to see what the future brings for Obanzarelli. Now, like I said, I've got a shit ton of pokers in the fire. Always have, always will. It's the way I operate. <laughs> Here's what I got going on. So I just delved into the world of crypto. I've been, I've been asked by friends for over a year now, probably even more, probably closer to two or three. And it's something I always, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it at some point when I'm free. And I was never free. I was a drunk. Uh, I hate to use that word because when you say you're a fucking drunk, it sounds like you're just a waste case loser fuck who sits around and does nothing. Well, that that wasn't the case with me. I love to drink and drinking occupied a lot of my time, but I still got a shit ton done. Now, I wasn't as fully productive, shall we say, as I would have liked to have been. Um, and therefore, the, the the hesitation in not joining crypto back when I was first asked uh, and then consecutively asked for a year or two to come. <laughs> but um, I had a recent guest on, Jennifer Butno. You uh, you may or may not know her. And she um, she it's one of the subjects we didn't even got topics we didn't even really get to on my show because she's such an amazing uh, entrepreneurial businesswoman. We talked about a bunch of her other stuff and traveling and this and that. Uh, we may have delved into it for a hot second. I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't think we did. Anyways, she's been, I use the term bugging in a, in a jokingly way. She has been consistently persistent, say. I like that. Consistently persistent. Anyways, I finally popped, or she popped. <laughs> she popped, she popped my crypto cherry this past weekend. Um, she did. And I'm happy to be finally a part of a great team that includes her and, and another great friend of mine. And we're a team now. We're team Nika. And uh, listen, Jenny's been in, in this for quite a while. She's very versed in it. She is an amazing, amazing business entrepreneur. And I'm happy and thrilled to be on Jenny's team. She's going to guide me, help me. And listen, she's great. Great. At, at barking orders and telling people about what to do. And listen, I sat here for, um, in a span of two days on and off, I literally sat here and, and said, yes, yes, Jenny. Okay, Jenny. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. No problem. Yep. As, as you wish, madam. <laughs> but damn, she fucking knows what she's doing. And she walked me through, you know, she eased it in gently with lube. Uh, and guided me right through the baby steps of crypto and how to get set up. She made me part of her team, which I'm like I said, I'm happy to be part of. We got me all set up. I bought, um, I didn't buy, so we're not Bitcoin. I bought uh, Tron and I bought Arethium, Arethium. I can't fucking say that word. I tried to say it on my live show last night and I just don't know what the hell the, 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 the word. I guess I'm going to have to learn it if I'm going to sit here and peddle it and talk about it and stuff, but... I'm excited to be involved in this finally because, listen, my friend joined two weeks ago. And within that two weeks, she's made over $2,000 U.S. without barely uh, nary putting in a second. You know, bit of legwork, obviously. Here's how it goes. And this is what I was taught and, and, and raised in, in, in my whole life. 
And it still holds true to this day with anything that you do. You get out of what you put into the project that you're involved in. Couldn't be, couldn't be more true. Whether it's your job, whether it's a sport, a hobby, anything you do. If you, if you put in the fucking huge effort, you're going to get huge rewards uh, out of it. If you put in an hour a day, you're going to see an hour a day's worth of rewards out of that hour. And and if you put in eight hours, say, uh, uh, you know what I mean, okay? Jennifer, it's more of her gig and her her line of work. She puts in a lot of time. She builds great teams like this. We she makes money. I make money. She makes money. We make money, and and we're gonna be a great team. I'm really really excited for it. Now listen, I you're like, oh Bonzi, this sounds so awesome. Please tell me more. <laughs> Guess what? I can't. I don't know a fucking thing about cryptocurrency. I don't. I like I said, I literally sat here and 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 listened and was like, yes, 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 sir, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, to to Jennifer. Um, and I did exactly what she said, and I got all set up. I'm in the in the crypto world. I'm making money as we speak. I am making money whilst I sleep. All because that's how it works. That's what I know. And then I know. You know, it's it's like a team effort too. Yeah, uh, I know that I am part of an amazing team. And listen, it's going to lead into something I'm going to talk about coming up in a second. But I can't wait to learn more, get more versed and knowledge in it. Because the more I get versed and knowledge in it, obviously, the more I'm going to benefit. And then the more it's going to benefit me to tell you all about it and get you on board too, if that's if that's your your, your jam or if you want to. I highly recommend it. Because shit, I mean, I've got money in stocks and bond. We've all got that in RSPs and stuff. But it's a whole new ball game, and it's 2020, and it's something cool and, and different, and and um, it's kind of the way the world's going. Cryptocurrency is a big thing, and I'm happy to have my foot in the door. I'm always a late late uh, to the party, but I think a lot of us are on this one. But it's certainly not um, something that's brand new anymore, too. And that's what I'm happy about. I've kind of let it fester for, for a couple of years. And I've dabbled in it like a research here and there on it, but I'm certainly not versed on it by any means. But I would like to be. And I'm going to be, okay? And I've got great people on, under my belt that are, are really going to help me and guide me. And we're all going to make money together. And we're going to rock and roll this thing. And I've yet to meet a person that's involved with cryptocurrency that said, oh, you know what, Bonzi, this thing, that fucking thing sucks. Can't believe it got into that. What a waste of money. Like, I've heard other people bitch and moan and complain about so many other things, like uh, timeshares and how they lost out on that, especially with COVID and stuff. Well, crypto is one thing that's never really going to go away or you're going to lose anything over because, you know, it's that, it's, that, it's that cryptocurrency that's out there floating around and that a lot more uh, businesses, companies, and, and things are, are uh, allowing you to use as payment, which is great. Anyways, the more I learn about it and the more versed I get about it, I'll talk about it in later Bondcasts and maybe even have on um, Jennifer again and Strictly to Talk Crypto along with, um, I know she's got a couple other friends that uh, joined in for the talk last night about crypto on my live show. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And if I start making money hand over fist, then feel free to jump aboard. I'm, I'm allowing you to jump aboard the Bonzarelli bandwagon, Okay. That's what it's all about. I think the world would be a million times better place if if it worked more in this way. Like you can call, and I think I think I've heard some people call cryptocurrency a, a Ponzi scheme, not a Ponzi scheme, but a pyramid scheme, if you will. But it's a and if it, I don't really know much about it yet, maybe it is in a sense. 
And, and I, maybe I hate to use the term pyramid scheme because, like I said, I don't know anything about cryptocurrency in that sense. But, uh, you know, you're part of a team and then when they make money, you make money. And when you make money, they make money. And, and you know, you kind of help each other out. And that's the way it goes in the crypto world. And it's not unlike anything else, like fucking being a Tupperware salesman back in the day. Every fucking mother did that. You know, every board house mom. I know they did. And don't tell me your mom didn't do something like that sort too. If she was a stay-at-home mom, they all had to try and do something. And we've all dabbled in, in some sort of like thing, okay? Hey, I just, who knows? I'll let you know how it goes. But here's one thing I'm going to tell you. It leads into my next adventure. Team Nika is going to make fucking bank together. And we're going to make big bank. We've got a great leader, like I said, in Jennifer. And what we're doing is the three of us all love to travel. We are huge fucking travel freaks and we all work uh online and uh in one in one capacity or another so the three of us have decided team nika is meeting up and we're going to rent the most beautiful ocean view home with the pool in san juan del sur coming up we've all lived there uh at some point or another jackie and i most recently um she's been living there on and off uh in the winters for for years as have i and jennifer was there in the past and is very well versed with San Juan del Sur and the comings and goings of everything there. So we've decided that's uh, where we're going. So we are we are looking at the middle of January and uh, we are going to grind it out. So we're all going to do our jobs online, like a continue daily life like we are here. But then we're also going to have daily meetings and put about, you know, and it depends on the, uh, us individually. Of course, Jennifer would be putting more in it as our team leader. I'll be putting in about an hour to three hours a day of crypto work. Some days more, some days less. And then obviously I'll still be doing um, uh, the Bondcast, this thing, uh, Bonzi Live. And of course, my daily recordings of, of all my YouTube channels, uh, my books that I'm reading and I'm loving doing that. My God. And why uh, in holy hell would I do that here in fucking freezing cold Ontario? It snowed six, seven, probably seven, eight inches since last night here. I'm not kidding. Where I live right now, I woke up to snow this morning, and then it snowed all day. I had to clean my car off mid-afternoon because old Tucky Wucky had uh, to go to the groomers. He went and got all prettied up today, he did. Anyways, I had to fucking clear. I swear to Christ, it was, I bet you there's seven to eight inches on the top of my car. And it was, thank Christ, it was all, it was super, super fluffy, but it's disgusting. And I hate it, and I hate being cold, and I hate the snow, okay? So we are Getting the hell out of here. Team Nika's peacing out. Like I said, we're going to bust our ass online. I'm, I'm really looking forward to going this time to, to San Juan because I've always been there and grinding it out, uh, owning businesses there, the bar, um, real estate, boat tours. Now I'm going to be going there and I'm in like an officially for the first time, a, a full on digital nomad. I have two full, now three with crypto. It's not full time for me. Crypto won't be full time, but I have like basically... Full-time online job with, with two different styles of, of online reading, shit, uh, voice work. And now I get the crypto stuff and I can always get back into teaching if I'm in dire needs, but I don't think I will be. I'll put my time into the crypto and the recordings. Uh, I can't believe I even said I would think that because I'm not, I'm never fucking teaching again. Erase and delete that. If I could go back and edit this out, if I had a dump button, I would dump that stupid comment out <laughs> because that's not happening. Ever, ever again. Anyways, I'm super, super stoked to get down there and work my ass off. Uh, we are, you should see some of the places we've got kind of picked out. Between the three of us, 
and and with what's going on with COVID and nobody's traveling, you can get a fucking mansion in the hills with the most amazing ocean view, infinity pool, uh, maid service, you know, cleaning staff, uh, security 24-7. For fuck, you would, I'm not even telling you, not yet. Because uh, you, you're, you're going to hate me, and I don't want you to hate me. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. I don't want to jinx anything, but uh, that's certainly the plan. And listen, when we get back, we promised each other we're going to work our asses off living in this beautiful home. We're, we're each going to have our private space because these houses, these are, they're huge, huge. And, you know, we're all going to take our, our time and work our asses off, but we're going to take time and travel around Nicaragua too and make sure we... we uh, Definitely delve into the culture more. I know I've been there and I've traveled around a bunch of it, but I haven't even fucking really scratched the surface. And I haven't made it uh, way up into the north, which I really want to do. Now I know they've just been pummeled, pummeled hard by back-to-back hurricanes. So uh, I know we're not going to the end of uh, middle of January. I mean, you know, by the time we got to get settled and everything, so we won't be traveling around till like March. But, um, God, I hope they're okay up there and everything's safe. And, uh, and we'll go up there right away and, you know, we'll spend our money up there and, and get the things rocking and rolling back up there and help their economy. That's what it's all about. And I encourage you all to do the same thing. Once, uh, you know, if you feel safe with traveling, I encourage you to do so. <laughs> what else? You know, one of the hardest parts about, uh, living this lifestyle and having the opportunity to go and live in a different country during the winter times is renting out your house. Now, I know it's worked amazing for some people. And I guess, you know, it's, it comes with the territory. You, you're going to have your, it's going to, you're going to get good times. You're going to get bad times with, with being a landlord. Now, so far, I am fucking over, over two. I had some fucking clown that lived here. Um, now, we were friends. I worked with him. Now, the friends is a stretch. We were fr- work acquaintances, friends, if you will. Anyways, I trusted him with my house. He came here and lived alone. Ah, oh, but he was a fucking mess. He was a raging alcoholic. He was a fucking cokehead. Um, now, he never really dis. I came home to pretty much the same house. The only thing he did was wreck my countertops. I don't know how one single human being in, uh, I think it was eight months he lived here, wrecked four fucking countertops. Now, I say wrecked. They're not wrecked to the, to the point where they're beyond uh, use or anything. But they're blemished. Like, they have huge blemishes in them that weren't there before. God knows how they ever got there. He's never fessed up to how he ever did it. He admitted to doing it, but never paid for it either. <sighs> Anyways, it just pisses me off. And then and then he bounces all of a sudden. I had to come home suddenly from Nicaragua because he decided, oh, I'm moving out. Now, with him, because he was a friend, I didn't have a contract. And that's partly my fault. Um, no, it was all my fault, actually. But... Um, I learned my lesson. So the second one that uh, moved in here, she seemed all sweet and nice on the outside. Two kids, you know, a couple dogs, three dogs, actually. Fuck me. In hindsight, I'm still, you know what I, you know why I was, I was acceptable to three dogs? Because I wanted to get the fuck out of here and get back to San Juan del Sur. Because I had shit going on down there and uh, it was where I was living and it's where I wanted to be. And so I made, I made, I made silly decisions. I did. I made foolish decisions. I let this fucking idiot move in here without uh, putting the bills in her name. You are totally my fault. And I just trusted her. I really did. And, and shame on me. But one, one smart thing I did was get a legal signed contract. Now, that is definitely going to bode well for me when we go to court because that's where we're going. Um, that piece of work owes me $8,000 in unpaid bills that I, I shouldn't say unpaid. I paid them even though I wasn't fucking living here. Um, the bills 
went paid, but unpaid by her and unpaid rent. Okay, so I don't want to. I don't want to get into it anymore. She's going. We're going to court. I can't even believe she's going to let it go to court. In some in somewhere in her sick, twisted, demented world, uh, she doesn't owe me any money, but she's sadly mistaken. She did thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of the damage here, you know, and I'm not going to let her get away with it. Anyways, I am not going to, I was going to let her stop me from going away this winter, but I'm not. Um, now that I've established myself online enough, I feel comfortable enough to go down and work there, live there and work there online. And then uh, I know that with COVID and stuff, I am nowhere near going to court with her. So um, I'm going to re-rent the house out. <laughs> Hopefully third time's a charm, folks, and uh, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? If you're low maintenance and you like to pay your bills and rent on time, and even before on time sometimes, then hit me up. I'd love to chat. Uh, if you are in the 705 region, or even if you're not, but want to live up here, beautiful little house it is. Four bedrooms, three plus one, if you will. Beautiful neighborhood, quiet, tons of amenities all around. And yeah, hit me up. Yeah, speaking of hit me up, we're almost out of here. Uh, I've been rambling for 41 minutes. It's amazing. I had a whole other awesome, funny story to tell you, but I'll save it. But um, I'll delve into it a little bit before we go here. But Christmas is coming. I keep beating a dead horse here, but these are my my advertisers. I love these guys. And what I love, I'm going to tell you and because you should love it too. And you should go and help these guys out. Not help them out. Just support them because they offer a great product and they are a great product. Scramble. Golf, Scramble Clothing, okay? Go check them out. www.scrambleclothing.com, Scramble with a K. They got amazing, amazing wares, okay? Best, best, badass hats. I've got a bunch of friends that saw all the hats that they sent me. Thank you so much again to those boys. And hopefully my friends have placed the order. Listen, you get 10% off your order if you mention Bond in checkout, okay? In the promo section, the promo code section. Mention Bond, you get 10% off. They got amazing hoodies, they got the hats are unbelievable. The t-shirts are sick. You could choose from like a golf themed t-shirt. Um, you could also choose from like the surfwear. They're big into the surf over there too. Uh, some badass stuff. I encourage you. I'm begging you to go to www.scrambleclothing.com and, and have a free for all. They got great prices, great deals on right now. Shipping worldwide, quick too, quick as shit. And it can be here for Christmas if you fucking get on it and order soon or now. Like, just do it now. Stop procrastinating and just go do it. And buy your friends a Christmas present. They got golf shirts. They got stickers. They got everything, okay? And then whilst you're at it, check them out on uh, Facebook. They got a great, great Facebook page and Instagram as well. Always posting cool stuff. And posting a lot of the new stuff they get in uh, and, and stuff they got on sale. So go check them out. Scrambleclothing.com or Scrambleclothing um, on Facebook and Instagram, okay? And then Scramble House of Golf, if you're in the Pennsylvania region, they just opened the most amazing state-of-the-art indoor golf facility. Perfect timing, too. I think it just opened a month ago. It's shit and cold and snowy out here now. Now, I don't know if it's down there yet. Uh, but it is definitely cold and shit out. You're not golfing outside in Pennsylvania right now. Just even check them out online and follow them. I encourage you to on Facebook and Instagram because they got always posting cool videos and, and Insta stories and stuff. And then um, supporting their buddies at uh, Scramble Clothing. Hey, we're all one big family. Part of the squad, if you will. Squad with a K. Check them out. Scramble, Scramble House of Golf. Um, check them out on Instagram. Great, great place to uh, some killer content, if you will. 
Love those guys. Check them out. Christmas is coming, folks. It is like so close. American Thanksgiving, I believe, is next weekend. And then after that, it's like, boom. Before you know it, old fucking jolly old Saint Nick will be uh, ramming his fat ass down the chimney. And, and hopefully he's got some fucking scramble wear for your kids, your friends, your loved one, your wife. They got cool lady stuff. They got kid stuff. They got men stuff. They got stuff for everybody, okay? Check them out. I dare you. All right. I think that's it. I was I had a couple other great stories. I will save them, okay? We're 44 minutes in. Nobody wants to hear me fucking ramble on much more than that anyway, do they? I thank you again so much for the support. Please uh, subscribe to Bonzi, uh, the Bondcast, if you will. And yeah, check me out at Bonzi Live as well. Monday and Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right now, whilst I'm in Ontario, uh, that's on Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. And it's it's a fun, fun, interactive show. Great listeners. And uh, we, we just have a blast. Everything's, I wouldn't say off the cuff. I uh, show some great pictures, funny videos, and uh, we just have good times. Thanks for the support there. Thanks for the support here. Catch me on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor.com, and the rest of those streaming sites. Again, don't forget to visit scrambleclothing.com and get some badass presents for Christmas, all right? Have a great rest of the week. That's it for Bondcast number seven. I will see you this weekend, Friday, Bonzi Live, and then a new Bondcast will drop this weekend, okay? Love you. Take care of one another. Pet, pet. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.